I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Chuck to keep a stupid gun under the counter. Banks are running wild in the street. And there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Up. So you guys at your windows, did you open it and yell? Good, 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 good. So <clears throat> let's let's just jump right into it. The the topic on everybody's mind right now is Jeffrey Epstein and the, the disgusting crimes committed by him and his associates. And the obvious uh, cover-up going on with his, his death. Even if it was a suicide, like they're saying, there is just too much going on for them not to provide the public with the answers that we, we need. You know, you can't have cameras that stop working. You can't have guards changing logbooks. You can't have all of this, these, these things go on with no explanations and then just come out and say, oh, it was a systemic failure. Well, no, no shit. It was obviously a systemic failure, but that's not good enough. We need to have answers about why this man was able to kill himself if that's the case. So, you know, this isn't going to go away. The mainstream media might want it to go away. They might, you know, have all come out with their marching orders of what the situation is and was in their opinion. And that's the establishment story. That's what they're going to run with. Me, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm tired of being burned by the establishment media, by the lapdogs in the media. I've, I'm tired of the, the lies that cost innocent American lives. I mean, you go all the way back to the Gulf of Tonkin. All the way up to the war in Iraq, I, it, it just never ends. It just never ends to the to the Russian hoax. It seems like every three or four or five years they have to have some other crazy, nonsensical scenario pop up, and then they force feed it to the American people with the help of the media. And that's not the media's job. The media's job is to disseminate information with no bias to the public, and that's not what they do. And then if you push back against that, then there's, you know, the, the, the whole thing, you'll get demonetized, deplatformed. It's a whole entire, a whole entire situation that is occurring nowadays. It's just, it's, it's not a good look for anyone, but hopefully this is a subject that everybody can agree on. The subject that Jeffrey Epstein and his co-conspirators need to face justice. These, these men and these women, the things that they're accused of is absolutely and utterly unacceptable. It's dastardly. It's 
it's the the embodiment of evil if you get right down to it the 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 lack of caring for not only just human life but for children and for the the way that they were used and tossed aside and passed around and and then they have no recourse this man gets off on that on the first trial of a very light sentence he, you know the reports are coming out now he hardly spent any time at that jail he was you know granted time away to go conduct business whatever whatever that means um you know he was kept in a, a an area of the jail all by himself so you know basically as we all know money talks right if you're rich you pretty much get away with whatever you want with whatever you want but you if you add to that being rich and having well-placed powerful people around you that support you that are protecting you on multiple continents well you have yourself a recipe for what we have going on right now and you know the shade has been pulled back just a little bit and the light has been blasted into the room and we're seeing the roaches scurry we're seeing everybody distance themselves from epstein now we got all these professors coming out talking about how oh well i never knew he was up to this and it's all the same line with all these people i never knew he was involved in any of this blah 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 well i agree with 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 a lot of that like you know the circles that he ran with hobnobbing you know other billionaires in new york just because you were seen at a party with this man doesn't mean that you were involved in any of his activities you know but the people that were known associates that were traveling with him all the time um the people that were on that island with him all the time the people that uh that that helped him get these girls uh, recruited and groomed those people these are the people that need to be really really stringently looked into because we all know we all know that somebody like this cannot do this on his own this man is a, a, a mystery billionaire or $500 million heir, whatever you, you want to call him, but nobody knows where he got this money from. He started at Baron Stearns and then all of a sudden he's handling all these different accounts and, and, and Wexner from the, uh, from, from Victoria's Secret is giving him money and is bankrolling him. And then he's accusing him, uh, Wexner is accusing Epstein of, of crimes and disassociating himself after the fact. It, it just stinks from high heaven. All of these, all of these people that were, a significant part of his life for all this time need to be looked into. And that's what a conspiracy is, right? If this was the mafia, if you, if you had a conversation with somebody who is under, under investigation in the street and that person is under investigation for say Rico crimes, you as the person just having a conversation with that person could be dragged in and questioned. So if, if that's the case with, with, you know, the, the average citizen that needs to be the case with these people as well. So whoever's involved needs to be brought in and, you know, no finger pointing, but they need to go on record. These people need to go on record. And if there's evidence, it needs to be followed. And it doesn't matter. Let me, let me be clear about this. It doesn't matter where the evidence goes. If it goes after Republicans, whoever, whichever Republican, including Donald Trump and his family, then they should be held 100% to account for crimes such as these. This isn't some petty, you know, oh, I, I flubbed a permit back in 1985 to get a building. No, this is serious. These are serious charges. This is this is the most heinous, the most heinous trafficking ring that's ever been uncovered at this high at this high level. So excuse me if I uh want to make sure that these people are held for account. I have to have some more. Excuse me one second. Thank you. So yeah, these um these people need to be held to account. And if, if the media 
isn't going to do it, then it's up to us as citizens to demand that this this happens. And like the the man in the clip said, I don't I don't have the answers. I don't know what you guys should do. I don't know who to talk to. But I know one thing: we need to get mad. If we can't be mad about something like this, then then the whole entire society is is collapsing right before our eyes, and Western civilization will be a thing of the past very soon. So we need to really figure out, take a long look in the mirror, and we need to figure out if we want to be governed by elites or if we want to be governed by citizens who are, are taking it upon themselves to be politicians, and then they're going to split in a, a, you know, a timely manner. So it basically comes down to term limits once again. Because we're never going to get anything changed with the, the the people that are in office. I mean, look, 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 it doesn't matter who's elected. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle gets elected. The establishment and the deep state, and believe me, the deep state's obviously a thing, boys and girls. Don't, don't think it is not a thing because CNN laughs about it. It is obviously a thing. It's, it's real, and it's the five eyes of intelligence. Look that up. If you don't know what that is, go ahead and give yourself a little bit of a, a deep dive down the rabbit hole. But all of those, all those agencies are, are interconnected, and it's, it's globally. It's not just America. So these people need to be held, held to account as well for their decisions not to prosecute other powerful people. So with Acosta, um, uh, he got what he deserved. Unfortunately for, you know, Donald Trump, that was something that his transition team should have been aware of. And supposedly they were supposedly Acosta told the transition team that it was all taken care of because Epstein in quotes belonged to intelligence. I'm not too sure what that means. Obviously, you know, I don't, I don't have any, uh, I don't have the answers that that we are we we all are uh, looking for, and that that's why I'm spending so much time and diving into this and, and going so so fast paced to find the answers that we need, and or at the very least get get you know an idea to wrap our minds around what what exactly happened and how this man got away with all of this, because you can't get away with this if you're not protected by powerful people. So. The question now becomes, now that Epstein is out of the picture, who were these powerful people? Where are they? Have they, be, have they been interviewed yet? And if not, why? The pressure needs to be on 100,000 degrees because we can't, as a society, there's certain things that are just beyond the pale. And, and the trafficking of children and young, young girls and the just the absolute disregard for for humanity is just unacceptable and it can't be tolerated. So, you know, that's, that's something that definitely needs to be addressed. And the, the federal government itself, the department of justice has nobody in the, in the country has confidence in the, in the department of justice to complete any sort of proper investigation. So what we have to do is there has to be a way that that trust is rebuilt. And don't ask me how that happens because, you know, it's the, the intelligence agencies in this country have done nothing but dishonor themselves and treat the American people as if we were an enemy within. And it's just it's it's crazy to see that this is all their chicken. Their chickens are coming home to roost now with all of these situations. And, you know, the Epstein situation is just the most mind-boggling of all of them in my opinion because this man got away with it for so long and then did that light sentence and then if he didn't get you know he didn't these if these charges weren't reopened and he wasn't he was going to get away with this just think about that for a minute 
just imagine for a minute that this guy did everything that he was um that he that they said he did just how evil this man is and he was going to get away with all of that so thankfully at the very least he was brought to you know account and now there are so many people on this story, not the mainstream media, obviously. I mean, they're they're covering it, but they're not doing a deep dive like they did with Trump and Russia. They're not doing that kind of deep dive. Can you imagine if there was a picture of Donald Trump in a dress in Jeffrey Epstein's office, the bedlam that would ensue? And don't get me wrong, they, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Why would a man be so brazen to have a picture of one of the most powerful men in the world just plainly hung in, in, in his office for, for everyone to view every time they come in? As Bill Clinton, wouldn't you find that a bit disrespectful, uh, you know, a bit weird that a man would do that, especially a man that's supposed to be your friend? It makes one wonder, what did he have on Bill Clinton that would make him so comfortable and so brazen to do something like that? And then that brings us to other people like Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz, you know, very powerful man. He was accused by the same accuser. I don't like mentioning their names, but, you know, you guys can jump on there and check out their names. He was, he was, um, he was, uh accused by the same accuser that accused Prince Andrew. So, you know, these, there's all these powerful people that are all intertwined. They're all wrapped together. They're all complicit, especially if you were on that Island and you were, you know, partying with him down there and, you know, you ended up with one of these underage girls, even if it was by mistake in quotes, because here's the deal. Let me lay out for you what I think occurred, well, who I think Jeffrey Epstein is. And I'm going to lay it out for you real quick. And that'll be that. That'll be the wrap up of uh, today's cast, you know, and then we'll we'll keep dropping these. I'll do these solo ones, you know, as as news breaks, I'll drop these 30 minute segments, 25 minute segments. And then when we have serious news, uh, I'll jump back on with uh, the esteemed Lee. And we'll do a uh, an hour interview like we'll be dropping tomorrow. We recorded it on Friday and we'll uh, drop it tomorrow. So let me lay out to you the nexus of what I think Jeffrey Epstein is. Now, Jeffrey Epstein can't account for any of the money he has that wealth. There's no way that he accrued that wealth on his own as a uh, as a, a stock market guy. He didn't handle enough accounts for that. Nobody even knows the accounts that he handled. So there's no way. He was funded and set up. And in my opinion, the most likely person that really funded him and was behind him were the Maxwells. Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, was a very powerful media man. He um he was attached to the Mossad, other spy agencies, and he mysteriously died in an accident on his boat. Yeah, I know. A bit odd, correct? So anyway, you're starting to see the genesis here of what I mean by the the intelligence aspect of the Epstein situation. So now we have his daughter, Ghislaine Maxwell, who was a very good friend of Jeffrey Epstein's, his girlfriend for a time, his confidant, his madam. Now, she also supposedly has ties to intelligence. All right. So that would make you think that Jeffrey Epstein has been recruited by them and also, you know, set up in a position to where he could help them gather um, information on powerful people. All right. So let's go to the next step. So now that we have all of these people together and, and, you know, we see that there's some different connections. We have Epstein who buys this Island for $7 million, converts it into this just luxury mega, almost resort type place where you, the kind of place where you'd want to go and, and think that you have some privacy and you could, you know, do 
whatever it is that you like to do when your bedroom door closes. And as long as you do that with a consenting adult, that's your business. But what was going down here was much, 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 much more devious. These men would fly into, onto these islands. They'd be picked up by these very pretty young girls, taken to this mansion, wined and dined. They'd party. They'd have drinks, whatever, whatever their drug of choice, I'm sure, was being distributed. Then would come the time where young, when a young lady would start talking to one of these men, you know, older man, 65, 70, very powerful, wealthy. And this young girl would start talking to him. They'd leave. They'd end up in a bedroom together and they would do what they would do. The man would think, you know, this is great. What a, what a place. This is, this is every guy's dream. I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm able to do this. My wife's never going to find out. I'm with a bunch of other, my friends, it's like a fraternity. This is great. So the next morning, this guy wakes up. He had a great night, you know, had party with this, this, this young lady, this, this beautiful young lady. He gets up, goes out, gets, gets his clothes on, getting ready to leave the room to go to breakfast. And who meets him in the doorway? Mr. Epstein. Mr. Epstein sits him down, pulls out a, a tablet, pops in a flash drive, and shows this man the video of him having relations with this girl. Along with that, he lets this man know, oh, this, this lady, she wasn't 19 like you thought. She was really 15. So now, not only does Epstein have blackmail over this, this powerful figure, whoever, insert name here, but now... He can entice this man to give him his money to manage as well because he has this blackmail over his head. So you start to see what I'm, where, where I'm going with this and how the, the only way this really makes sense is this, this situation here of him being an asset of intelligence like Acosta told the Trump transition team. So it's not like that's just pulled out of thin air, and that's a very typical way that intelligence agencies around the world conduct themselves. Everybody knows that men have proclivities, be it gambling, drugs, women. What they do is they entice you with those proclivities. They record the situation. Then, bang, they have you. You, want, you don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want your wife to know. You'll lose your job. You know, Whatever it may be, they have you. So in my opinion, that is exactly what's been going on. A lot of people have been asking me what my opinion is, what if I believe in, you know, what theories I believe in, you know, as far as his, his murder, I haven't ascribed to anything yet. It could be, it could just be something simple like suicide, but I don't think I, I really, I'm not sold on that either. You know, I, with all the trauma in his neck and, and all that, it's, it's rough. I don't, I don't really have an opinion. I'm going to do a little more research on that right now you know, in the next few days. And, and Monday, I'll have another segment about that where I go in a little bit more into his, su his suicide slash homicide. But for this segment, I wanted to just touch on a little bit of an idea and expand on what I was talking about on the interview that's going to drop tomorrow. So you guys kind of have an idea, a little bit more in-depth idea of what I was talking about with, over there about this, um, ab about him being an intelligence asset. So all the evidence points to him being an intelligence asset of someone, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's the CIA or the, the NSA, or it could be a foreign intelligence agency. It could be many. Like I said, the five eyes are all intertwined. So it could be any one of those agencies. It could be just the CIA. Who, who really knows? But the, the most important thing is we all stay mad as hell about this, and we all don't let – you know, in this 24-hour news cycle, we can't let it just fly by the, the roadside. We have to all be engaged, and we have to make sure that – we hold the people that we elect 
accountable for the things that they do. And it doesn't matter the side of aisle that they're on or if they're a Republican or if they're a Democrat. There are certain things that are beyond the pale that just they, that transcend party lines and that we have to make sure that we stand firm together, shoulder to shoulder, as, as Americans should, against heinous crimes and disgusting acts such as these. So I just want to, you know, close out with a, a little bit, a little bit of saying, you know, that there's going to be a lot more coming in the future for sure. You know, I've, uh, I've been lax, you know, a lot of you guys who know me know that Carrie and I went through a, a tough time last year with her getting sick and things was, were just a little bit crazy. And I, I kind of lost track uh, of the things I was working on, the projects I was working on and the, the different, the different um, fronts I was using to garner information. I've just been really, I haven't had the time to do that, but I'm back in full swing now and I'm going to be giving you guys these updates and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go all the way with this one. I mean, I'm ready to go to that Island. I'm ready to go to the trials, you know, maybe we'll, at some point we'll, uh, we'll get together as a community and we'll, 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 you know, maybe send a reporter there or something, you know, we'll, we'll fund something to send me or a different reporter and, you know, we have to get to the truth of this. We have to, if the government's not going to tell us the truth and it's looking like they won't, like usual, we have to, at the very least, we have to do everything we can to keep the pressure on them to, to for them to tell us the truth. We had all of these reporters going crazy, digging in every hole over this whole entire Russia conspiracy theory that was obviously a hoax. I would hope that you guys would be just as mad about this, if not more mad, and that that as a journalist have the integrity to chase this story wherever it may lead. And that's what I'm going to do. I don't care what dark corners it leads me to. I don't care the, the levels of power that I have to traverse. What I'm going to do is to chase the story until its conclusion, until these people are brought to justice or until the government finishes with whatever sort of their, whatever sort of investigation that they decide that is, is accurate and go after them if the if it's not correct because they're not above the law nobody's above the law in this country nobody from the president on down everybody needs to be held to account especially in situations like this so i hope everybody enjoys their saturday night good ufc heavyweight championship scraps on tonight daniel cormier versus stipe miocic tune in if you're if you're sitting around with your boys looking for a good uh good three hours and uh you know Look for that uh, interview with Lee to drop tomorrow, and we will uh, catch back up on on Monday. So I'm excited to keep rocking out rocking out with these podcasts with you guys. I know I told you I'd have one dropped yesterday, but you know I thought that we would the the interview would drop, so I didn't want to you know oversaturate. So here's a little Saturday morning surprise for you guys. All right, enjoy your day. <laughs>